I thank you so much for joining me today. This is Vision Eternity Ministries. My name is Lee Klein. We've mostly been talking about resisting the enemy and our mind, but we also have to recognize him and others. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you for teaching us, for helping us to be prepared for what is happening in these last days. We love you. We praise you. We worship you. We reverence you. We acknowledge you. And yeah, we honor you. We love you and praise you. He is so kind. He's so good to tell us things to come, to tell us what's happening. And today he wants us to recognize that the enemy comes in people. In fact, he said, beware of false prophets. Beware of false prophets who come to you dressed as sheep, but inside they're devouring wolves. And so they come, you know, looking all nice and clean and having it on the smile and faking, faking that they really care about you. You will fully recognize them by their fruits. Do people pick grapes from thorns or figs from thistles? Even so, every healthy sound tree bears good fruit, worthy of admiration. But the sickly, decaying, worthless trees bear bad, worthless fruit. A good, healthy tree cannot bear bad, worthless fruit, um, nor can it be bad, diseased, bear, excellent, worthy of admiration fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and cast into the fire. Therefore, you fully know them by their fruits. And not everyone who calls me Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of the Father. And so what Jesus is saying is their fruit has to be the will of the Father. So a false prophet will not have the fruit the character of Christ. A false prophet will not do the will of the Father. They have their own opinion, their own agenda, their own way of doing. They don't do the will of the Father, just like the Pharisees. They weren't doing the will of the Father. They were doing their own thing. They had their own agenda. And these kinds of people... um, they brainwash you. Um, I've seen it. They, they exploit. Um, they're, they're just in it for the money, just like Jesus said in John 10, 10. The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. I have come that you may have life, have it to the full, until it overflows. And so a, a false prophet will condemn, um, as I said, exploit. Um, they, they won't be fair reasonable or loving to the place where they put themselves aside, as Jesus would do. They don't promote forgiveness. Um, They say so, but they don't do it. They say they promote the Word of God. They say it. They know what to say. Um, In fact, They study um, what everybody else is doing. Instead of going to the Word, instead of having Jesus be their shepherd, 
they're looking to other churches. Um, who's the biggest church, maybe? Who's making the most money? We got to do what they're doing. Um, and even cannot, of course, because their father is the devil, they can't come up with a sermon. They can't come up with a teaching that compares to the Word of God, that touches people's hearts, that challenges them. There's no power in a church where the church is operated by a false prophet. And they, they make it, they try to, you know, make themselves look good. But when we have Jesus living on the inside of them, uh, inside of us, we can see through it. We can see the devil. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice, and they don't follow the voice of a stranger. And so when there is a false prophet, when you know Jesus' voice, you also know the false prophet. Jesus said, in the last day, there's going to be terrible times. And we need to expect, we, we, we need to have the revelation knowledge of knowing that the enemy is not only going to be working um, through um, voices out in the world and, and coming into your mind, but he's working through the people in the church. Just because they're in church, it doesn't mean that they are filled with the Spirit. And you can tell by their fruit. You can easily go to a church and see where Jesus is allowed and where Jesus isn't allowed. And where they put on, like, there is power in the church, but it, it, there really isn't. And it's a business. It, it's about the money. It's about who they can take advantage of. It's not about Jesus at all. So when someone that is um, filled with the Spirit, someone who loves God, comes to a church where the enemy is really the father in the church, the person that's doing the will of the Father, of God, is not going to be liked. It's going to be persecuted. Jesus said in Matthew 10, 16, I'm sending you out like sheep in the midst of wolves. Be wary and wise as serpents and be innocent, harmless, without falsity as doves. Be, be on guard against men whose way or nature is to act in opposition to, to God. And that's what Jesus is saying to us. Be careful. Not everybody in the church is for real. And it says, um, they will deliver you up to councils and flog you in their synagogues, and you will be brought before the governors and kings for my sake, as a witness to bear testimony before them and to the Gentiles of the nations. We have to understand that their father is a devil, and your father is God. And so they're not going to like you, and the enemy who controls them is going to come against you. And we have, to, we have to be aware of that ahead of time and so that we're not ignorant of what's going on.
we're living it in the time where things are going to be terrible and worse, and you're not going to even be able to believe that those who you thought loved you turn on you. And it is devastating. It, it is just devastating. But if you know ahead of time that it's going to happen, if you're prepared ahead of time, it's not as bad. And actually, sometimes what makes you stronger and more aware is when you go through it a few times to know that that's, that's just them serving the enemy. And they don't know Jesus. They don't love Jesus. And it's all about the money. It's all about taking advantage of whoever they can take advantage of. So it, it, it's not anything to do with God. But the enemy, he wants to take over. He wants to take over the churches. And so he has people in position for him. And so the love that God has for us has to be transmitted through us. Which means then we don't we don't need to go along with um, them. We don't we don't need to be in the church to serve Jesus. Of course, we are we are the church. We're the temple. And when He lives on the inside of us, and He's telling us what to do, and where to go, and what to say, then it isn't necessarily going to be in a church. It might be. I'm not saying every church is run by the enemy, but there are many. And Jesus said, be aware. Be aware of them. Be aware of the false prophet. And um, they're like wolves. Think of that. Think about what he said. He said they are like devouring wolves. The Message Bible says, Be wary of false preachers who smile at dripping with practice sincerity. Chances are they are out to rip you off some way or another. Don't be impressed with their charisma. Look for character. Who preachers are is the main thing. Not what they say. A genuine leader will never exploit your emotions or your pocketbook. These diseased trees with bad apples are going to be chopped down and burned. And, you know, I've witnessed this. Um, people who are acting sincere and they have on the smile in front of the right people. But when you're that person that God sent, you don't get the same treatment as the people that don't see through them. And it's about the money. They're grabbing the money. It's all about the money. They're not in it for Jesus. And as the Bible says, they're diseased and they're going to be thrown out into the outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. And if you're not aware of that, if you're following after them and you're deceived, then you're going to have the same result. And lots of times... Um, exploiting 
the innocent is like delighting in evil. You know, they love it. They just have these evil plans because their father is the devil and they're out to still kill and destroy. And so they get enjoyment out of hurting people, taking advantage of people, being in control of people. And if we don't know any better, then we're going to be sucked into to that and then even living in condemnation because they're going to condemn you. And that's how they're going to control you. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. They're going to condemn you and point out the things that you do that are wrong and give you all kinds of excuses of why you're getting this other treatment. Look at the words, sit with Jesus, get discernment, and know that they hated Jesus, so they're going to hate you. They're going to hate you for doing the right thing. And people hate you for doing the right thing because it makes them look bad. They feel that conviction, but they're not willing to to change because their father is the devil, just like the Pharisees. They felt the conviction, but they were unwilling to change. And they're telling Jesus he couldn't do good on the Sabbath. He couldn't do good. He couldn't forgive sins. They were jealous. They hated him. And they're going to be jealous and they're going to hate you because of your holiness. And so when you're ignorant of that, then they're just going to pull you around on a string. So the enemy not only works in your thinking, but he works through people, people that let him control them, people that want him to be their God. Some people don't know what they're doing. They have no idea. But we all can hear the gospel. We all can bow down and humble ourselves. And if they're unwilling to do that, then Jesus can't correct them. They can't hear him. And so continue in righteousness, but just come out from among them. Don't be with them. Don't let the enemy have a hold on you. Don't let him control you. And you're thinking or allow others who are controlled by him to infect you with death. The path is narrow. We're going to have a lot of persecution. We're going to feel um, left alone in the dark as far as the world goes at times. But Jesus is always there for you. And you can, you can go to him. And he's going to love you. So many times in the church, I felt rejected. And he said the first time, he said, now you know how I feel. They won't let him in the church. They won't let him in the church. And they're not going to let you in to do his work. And if you try, they're going to condemn you.
they're going to exploit you. They're going to talk bad about you. So that's what I have for you today. Beware of the false prophets. They're the most dangerous. They're like ravishing wolves, Jesus said to me this morning. Ravishing wolves. Behold, I'm sending you out like sheep in the midst of wolves. Be wise. Be on guard against men whose way or nature is to act in opposition of God. They don't live by the word. Stay away from them. You'll know them by their fruit. They will condemn you. They will lie to you. They're fakes. They're after money and power. So I wrote down that Jesus said today. So if you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you, if you're committed to him and you want to be a part of his life and know what's going on in this last day, in Matthew 24, this keeps coming to my thinking. Jesus said, many who should turn to God, turn away from him. Because it gets hard. If you don't know what's going on and it seems like the whole church is against you, it's hard. And it's emotional. It's torment. And so... The other thing I think Jesus is saying is, wants me to say to you is, don't worry about going to church if you can't find one where you are, where they're not doing, where they're doing the will of the Father. You're better off not going. You can have your own church at home. You can gather with those who believe. It doesn't have to be in a building. Jesus was on the street. He has a work for us to do, and he's preparing us by telling us, giving us revelation knowledge of what is happening. He's saying, beware. In the last days, times are going to be hard. Mother, mothers and daughters will turn against each other. Brothers, we have to be careful. Be careful not to be intimidated by that, oppressed and harassed, but stand up and be who you are in Jesus. Don't let go of Jesus. Don't give in because there's a majority of them. The wide path is wide and many are on it. Get on the narrow path. It's worth it. It leads to eternal life. So Jesus said he's knocking on the door of your heart. And if you're willing to heed his voice, he'll come and live on the inside of you. He's going to teach you. He's going to correct you and prepare you. He's going to give you knowledge, wisdom. He's going to tell you things to come. And he's going to give you strength. You're going to have his power living on the inside of you. And you're, you're going to want to 
go to a church where his power is. You're going to display his power. You're going to have his fruit if you do what he tells you to do. He's going to prepare you. He's going to teach you, correct you. He corrects those he loves. So, Jesus is so good. He's so in love with you. And if you want to be connected, if you want to be engaged with him, then pray with me. Jesus, we want to be a part of your life. We want you to live on the inside of us. We humble ourselves before you. We want to do your will. We want to show your character. We don't want our way. We want your way. Thank you for strengthening us, for empowering us, showing us truth, telling us things to come so we know what's going on. We love you, Jesus. We praise you and give you all the glory. So you have to take the time to sit with him so you can get on the same page as him. So you don't drift off into the falseness, leaving a lie. Look at the word. Sit with him. Ask for revelation knowledge. Let him tell you the truth. Let him correct you. Humble yourself. And then he's going to grow you up and send you out to do his work. And he said, if they won't receive you, shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. You know, the thing about the churches is they have these rules that, you know, you have to go to school and this, that, and the other thing. And Jesus doesn't use those. He uses the lonely, lowly things of the world. Fishermen. You. Me. Those of us who don't think so much of ourselves. And so, I don't remember where I was going with that, but yeah, maybe you're good enough. He's going to use you. All you got to do is humble yourself before him. And he said, don't worry about what you're going to say. I got to figure it out. I'm going to speak through you. That's what he does. He speaks through me. I'm not educated. And so Jesus has anointed me to speak his word. And he can do the same for you. And he wants to. The harvest is ready. The workers are few. So he's calling you to be a worker. Thanks so much for listening today. And if you said that prayer, I would so love it if you'd let me know. God bless you.